The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. I've got to be a bit dramatic about this. Coming to us live from the Middle East is Rolene Marks, our Israel correspondent, about all the action happening in the Middle East. Rolene, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. I had to say that. I had to do that because there's so much going down. Over to you. Well, I tell you, uh, at the beginning of the year, I said, put your seatbelts on, everybody. Buckle up. We are in for a busy year, and I don't think we've actually come up for breath. What a couple of days it has been. I mean, news coming in now. Uh, Benjamin Netanyahu, the prime minister, has uh, accused the opposition of pushing the country to anarchy and saying, get a grip. But uh, what an insane day it has been. What a busy weekend, really. Uh, just uh, no shortage of news here. Certainly, Rolene. Okay, so let's unpack it bit by bit. Uh, I've got a three-pronged question for you here. So the President Herzog, he's addressed the nation. He says he has his five-point plan. We've got the protests. What is going on today? Please take us through that. So let's talk about the protests. As many of you will be familiar, uh, there are massive protests going on around the country. I was actually in Jerusalem earlier today, and I've never seen traffic the likes of which I saw today. There is an estimated 90,000 people protesting. I would uh, say that that figure is very, very uh, modest indeed. I think there is a lot more because coming out of Jerusalem to Modi Inn, which is halfway between Jerusalem and Tel Aviv, traffic was bumper to bumper people with flags, people going to protest, in addition to the tens of thousands that already had gathered. Now, this is in protest to the plans to overhaul the judiciary, something that's been met with a lot of opposition, not just here in Israel, but around the world as well. And this morning, the first reading passing the the Knesset, much to uh, people people's um, concern and mm-hmm. a lot of drama happening in that session of the Knesset. Right. This follows a, a very, very impassioned plea last night by President Herzog. He himself is a lawyer, a very, very rational man, appealing for calm, saying that many are concerned that we are going to head to a situation where there could be violence. He says that the country is on the verge of societal and constitutional collapse. And uh, he says that this um, uh, overhaul could really um, harm the democratic foundations of the country. Now, this is not to say that there shouldn't be reforms, and this is something that he addressed. He said, you know, he, he has listened to all parties, and he understands that there, uh, there does need to be reforms, that reforms uh, and mm-hmm. uh, evolution is important. Uh, and he says, you know, if we don't discuss this rationing, he's appealing for a pause. He says, and I'm going to read to you from his speech, he says, the powder keg is about to explode and brothers are about to raise their hands against brothers. I request, I implore each and every one of you, my Israeli brothers and sisters, the threats to Israel from outside are big enough. Uh, Violence of any kind and violence against public servants and elected officials is a red line. He says, I uh, we are in a moment before a confrontation. And he says, you know, he understands that there are many who feel that there is a lack of diversity in the courts, including the Supreme Court. And he really addressed uh, 
the issue of representation of Sephardi origin Jews. These are Jews from Arab countries, the Middle East. He says that really disturbs him and he feels the pain by our brothers and sisters and it's a big mistake to reject or ignore it. So he is addressing that issue. But what he says and, and what many feel is being ignored by the, the coalition government is the impetus to involve um, the opposition parties, mm. which is something that has been raised by Benny Gantz uh, again uh, during his speeches today, and um, members of the Supreme Court uh, and uh, the legal fraternity. That is what he is calling for. He released his uh, five-point plan, didn't go into too many details uh, about it, but says... Israel's courts and judges protect Israeli society and the state truly against crime, against external attacks on IDF soldiers, against the loss of the foundations of justice, law and morality, and against the trampling of individual Right. We are a state governed by the rule of law thanks to the professional, responsible, independent and autonomous judiciary. And this is something that is uh, sacrosanct. Roland, I think I ran this by you last week, but uh, just to recap, uh, look, countries uh, go through upheaval, they go through their differences, there's uh, external interference, there's uh, opinions, there's, uh, you know, like uh, unrest. Has has Israel ever experienced a moment, uh, uh, such an intense moment as this before? This is such a great question. We have had intense moments in our history. I go back to the assassination of Yitzhak Rabin, uh, which really completely uh, derailed any hope that there was around the Oslo Accords. I know that uh, we can have a separate discussion about whether or not the Oslo Accords uh, were or weren't a, a success. Uh, but that was uh, a different internal threat. Here we have the Supreme Court, and I go back to something that I've been speaking about a lot. Israel doesn't have a constitution like mm-hmm. South Africa that uh, uh, enshrines civil rights. We don't have two uh, bodies of right. government like United States or even the United Kingdom that has the House of Lords, the House of Commons and the monarch. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're not like the United States or many other countries that either have a constitution mm-hmm. or have um, two separate uh, um, uh, houses of government. We have one house of government and we have a declaration of independence whose uh, tenets and values are enshrined by a Supreme Court. And, uh, you know, whether or not we, we put in reforms about, uh, regarding judges and, and how those judges are controlled, we cannot have a government that can overrule the rulings of a judiciary. It is an imperative that these two bodies remain independent of each other so that we do have those checks and balances, so that we do have that stability. As we all know, governments change. This government that we've got could change in a matter of uh, a month, a year, two years, but it is absolutely vital for our economy, for our stability politically and otherwise that this Supreme Court remains independent. And the proposals put forward 
which include the override clause, could severely uh, impede that. Indeed, Rolene, I don't think this is the last we're going to hear of it. I've got a feeling we're going to be elaborating a lot on this uh, first point that we just discussed. But uh, let's just put that aside for now because quite a few things we've just got to get through right now. The terror attack, which has claimed three lives, IDF strikes targets in Gaza in response to rockets. What's happening here? It has been another very, very difficult weekend for for Israel, starting on Friday afternoon, just before Shabbat, a Palestinian terrorist sat waiting at a bus stop uh, uh, at a religious uh, part of Jerusalem, Ramot, waiting for the, the, the bus stop to fill up with pedestrians who were waiting for the bus, and once it got uh, full, he mm-hmm. rammed his car into those pedestrians, uh, killing at the outset a six-year-old boy, mm-hmm. and then later a 20-year-old man, and then the eight-year-old brother mm-hmm. of the six-year-old boy. Yes. The father's also critically injured. He's in hospital. Mm-hmm. He is not aware that two of his sons were killed. His wife is eight months pregnant and wow. uh, injuring several others. The terrorist was eliminated by armed um, civilians and then we had the firing of rockets from the Gaza Strip towards the Gaza envelope towns of Sterot and various others. That was intercepted by the Iron Dome but uh, quite a lot of damage done to cars from the the shrapnel. That's insane. It's really, wow. And how are things now? What What is the security situation now? Uh, I, I, I cannot help but recall, have that vivid memory of the sirens going off whilst you and I were chatting. Uh, but that being said, we hope they don't go off. But now, <coughs> what is the current, uh, what is the status at the moment? How do things, do we have things calmed down or? We are in a state of alert. You know, we've had the spate of terror attacks in um, uh, in Israel over the last couple of weeks. One earlier today, a 15-year-old Palestinian stabbed uh, an Israeli, thank goodness, not too um, severely injured. He was arrested. We've had uh, the intermittent firing of rockets. And now, of course, we have this huge domestic issue mm-hmm. with uh, what's going on with the Supreme Court. So we are in a situation of high alert, anticipating you know, anything yes. that could happen at any time. Indeed, Rolene. You know, as I said uh, earlier on, you know, one can only wonder what's going to transpire between this chat I'm having with you now and tomorrow. But let's see what happens then uh, as, as we go along. Also now, looking at um, the third item we wanted to chat about, Israel is beginning to wrap up. It's starting to wrap up uh, Operation Olive Branch. Yes. So as of the, the last couple of days, a lot of countries, their uh, rescue services are starting to return home. I know the Greek rescuers have returned home. The IDF announcing that they're going to start to wrap up their rescue services. However, the field hospital, which I uh, understand is the only one of its kind, um, will continue. They've treated uh, at this morning's count about 300 patients. Mm-hmm. Israel uh, has rescued 
the highest number of civilians alive, 19, using uh, our incredible uh, intelligence and technology that we are able to deploy. I know many of you have messaged me saying, uh, is Israel getting coverage? We are getting coverage. BBC, Sky News, TRT in Turkey, NBC News in the United States, various international uh, news agents covering um, Israel's efforts, but understand that we don't do it for that. We do it to save lives uh, and uh, the IDF really a sterling effort so while we will be ending rescue and recovery efforts because remember at the same time we are recovering many mm-hmm. many uh, of the uh, souls that are no longer with us sure. but um, we will be continuing with humanitarian aid we have sent in water purification okay. mm-hmm. and purifiers food, medical uh, help, um, uh, clothing, blankets, uh, a lot which is needed in the wake of this horrific, horrific earthquake. Very quickly, uh, Rolin, I wanted to run by you that uh, threat of that team that had to be pulled out. Is it Hatzala? That's our team that had to be pulled Mm. out. Exactly what was the threat? Has it been established clearly? What was going on there? Well, uh, According to the spokesperson of uh, United Hatzalah, or Ichud Hatzalah, as we call them here in Israel, they weren't the only team that was uh, under threat. They were operating in an area very close to the Syrian border, Mm -hmm. and it was a decision that was taken by United Hatzalah to evacuate the area. Uh, We don't know about the other teams that were Mm -hmm. in the area, but a very, very credible threat posed two rescuers around there, very close to the border Mm -hmm. with Syria. One of the concerns was opportunistic attacks by uh, 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 characters like ISIS. Okay. Uh, uh, But just on the Syrian front, very, very frustrating that aid is not getting to Syrians that are desperately needing it and Syrians um, appealing to Israel for for help, which has been quite um, extraordinary. Rolin, always a pleasure chatting to you. We have run out of time now, but uh, thank you so much for the update as to what's going on in uh, the Holy Land right now. Rolin Marks, our correspondent from Israel, giving us uh, the latest on what's happening with that nation and a bit of unrest and turmoil at the moment. The terror attacks, the security issues, and Israel wrapping up its, uh, what it calls, Operation Olive Branch. So that's what's happening in uh, the Middle East right now.